His eyes narrowed. There's only you and me know about it. So watch that tongue of yours, woman. But I thought Nathaniel Critchlow... Oh, Nathaniel, Cedric was scathing. I don't deal with him any more. He's getting past it, going soft in his old age. No, it's Edmund, his son, I need to keep in with. Will you be sending him a barrel of trouble with that girl? Besides, I don't reckon the mother will let you send young Hannah all the way into Derbyshire. Matilda smirked. Whatever fine tales you tell her about how wonderfully her daughter will be looked after and taught a trade that'll be the making of her. The mother will have nothing to do with it. If I say the girl goes... Cedric banged his clenched fist on the desk and papers fluttered to the floor. Then she goes. She's young and strong. Just the sort Critchlow wants. He ran his tongue around his thin lips, greedily anticipating another generous payment. Maybe, Matilda murmured. But she's not biddable. She's a mite too much to say for herself. Edmund Critchlow's got his methods of taming the willful ones. He's got a punishment room just like us. Matilda sniffed. Well then, young Hannah will likely be spending most of her time there. The subject of their conversation was at that moment working in the laundry. Little light penetrated the filthy windows, and the huge room was filled with steam and the sharp smell of disinfectant. Three other girls and two older women besides Hannah toiled over the wash tubs. Their hands were wrinkled from the hot water, their faces red, and their clothes drenched with sweat. Hannah was hanging dripping clothes onto the slats of a wooden rack, which she then hoisted to the ceiling for the clothes to dry. Above the noise of the sloshing water, Hannah's voice trilled pure and clear. How sweet the name of Jesus sounds. Ah, bless her, one of the women at the tubs murmured. That was me mother's favourite. Eh, but it brings back the memories. Rebecca, Hannah's mother, looked up worriedly. I'm sorry if it upsets you. I'll tell her to stop. Don't you dare. You let your little girl sing, Alice answered. I might shed a tear or two, but me memories are happy ones. I'll tell you some at Rebecca. She brightens our days with a sunny smile and a merry singing. Come on, she raised her voice. Let's all sing. Let's show em. And in a raucous, tuneless voice, she joined in the words of the hymn. Rebecca shook her head in wonderment and smiled softly, marvelling at the way her twelve-year-old daughter could spread even the smallest spark of joy in this cheerless place. There were few occasions in the workhouse when the inmates felt like smiling. Some had almost forgotten how. But since Rebecca and her daughter had arrived, there'd been more smiles and fond shaking of heads than ever before as they heard Hannah's piping voice echoing through the vast building. She led the other youngsters in games in the women's exercise yard, and for a few minutes each day she made them forget the drudgery and misery of their lives. With her blue eyes full of mischief and daring, the young girl had become the darling of all the inmates. For, though the men and boys were strictly segregated from the women and girls, they could still hear her over the wall from their yard, 
could hear the sound of playful laughter. The women in the laundry room were startled into silence by a loud banging, and only Hannah was left singing at the top of her voice. That's enough, girl, the matron snapped, grasping Hannah's arm in a painful grip. The master wants to see you. Why? Hannah ceased her singing and dropped the rough blanket she was washing back into the tub. It splashed soapy suds onto the matron's pristine apron. Matilda shook the girl roughly. Now look what you've done. My word, I'll be glad to say the back of you. Hannah's eyes shone. We're leaving. Ma'am, she called. We're getting out. We... Not your mother, just you. Hannah's eyes widened. Oh, no, I'm not going without me, ma'am.